It is October 9th and the Yankees lost a terrible game. 16 to 1, they only scored one. The Red Sox scored 16 runs and the Yankees only scored one. This is Talking Yanks. Let's talk Yanks. You would have killed. You could have gone at the end there. You should have went one run. You held out the one. I think one run would have been like perfect. One run. I just fixed it. There you go. Prom song. Thank you for joining Talking Yanks on a miserable Tuesday morning, elimination morning, after the worst loss in baseball Yankees history. I think it's the worst loss of the season. My name's John Boy. I'm coming to you in a... Coming to you from a hotel right across the river in New Jersey because I went to the game, spent money on the hotel and the game to go to this game. And I have my co-host, Jake. He didn't spend any money. He's lucky. He's in Denver. He's at his uh, apartment in Denver. And I, we're going to talk some Yanks. I, I bought three Moscow mules. For the game? Yeah. It's like the bar downstairs. And it was it was Moscow Mule Monday, so I bought three Moscow mules. So... I uh, I bought some beers. Yeah. Nice listener bought me a beer. That was nice. Hung out with Joe. Hung out with Magic Sam. Saw some nice people. And watched a shitty game. Like, okay, we're going to get into everything. I don't even know where to start. A, it was a nice night. Nice little mist in the air. I'll, 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 let, me, let me start for you. A, thanks for listening. <laughs> Appreciate you. Uh, uh, Awful times. Yeah. And I'll and and now <laughs> I'll I'll let you run where you're gonna run because I think you're gonna say a lot of stuff, and I think it's gonna have a lot of sour areas. <laughs> so let's get I, the, let's I, get the uh, thank you out of the way. I I thank you everyone for Patreon. We're there's a lot of people that should be uh, getting the shout out as sponsors for this episode because they're our most recent Patreon subscriber, which gives them early access, live access, video access. And puts their name in a raffle for an affordable jerseys jersey, and it's two dollars a month. And this is uh, the best month to do it because there's good episodes after every day because they're all the games. And I was, and we usually have the newest Patreon subscribers support the show. They, you know, they sponsor the episode. No one's sponsoring this episode. Be- people did, but they don't deserve their name slandered like that. Oh so. yeah, we have some people like so, I could. No, one no, of the no, people, no, don't do it. One Don't of them do it. might be named Michelle. No, I I've, I know that look in your eye. No, if 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 not the next game, if it's not a nice game, then it's a season ending. You support that. But nobody deserves this. There is not a Michelle, so don't even worry about it. And nobody deserves this. Maybe that, that would be my opening line. If I got like a Stephen A. five-minute monologue, I would say nobody deserves this. Maybe Severino, maybe Boone. We don't really know, right? My air conditioning just came on. It's going to be super loud. I can't really hear it. I don't know. Isn't that the point of mics? Can't they only pick up the close sound? 
No, they can pick up that. It's gonna. I'll, I'll try to edit in post, but it's already one o'clock, and I'm not editing it. This is a terrible episode anyway because they lost. I got. I want to. Let's start with this Severino controversy, Jake, because there's a lot of people on Twitter right now, and I hate to be the negative bearer of bad news. There's a lot of people on Twitter right now that refuse to believe that Severino didn't know what time the game started, and that this is a massive cover up because they're all lying in the post game. Listen, I am happy, go lucky, optimism. John boy, I hate spreading negativity. I truly hate it. Let me tell you something, Jake. Me and Joe's McFly were sitting in the bleachers watching Evaldi skip around and do his weird little fucking jumping jacks. And we looked at each other. And we're like, where's Seve? And they were like, oh, there he is. And everyone clapped because they thought Seve was coming in. It was Anduhar. Once he turned around, we saw 41, not 40. We we're like, oh, that's Anduhar. And then me, we were like, where the fuck is Seve? Gary was out there with his glove. He never did long toss. And then I think during like the national anthem when they were doing the flag, he went to the bullpen. Uh, so they're all saying that he did. Lo- Larry said he did long toss unless it was in a secret tunnel. That's really long. Parentheses that doesn't exist. It's a joke. He didn't do long toss. There's a clip of Larry in the bullpen. There are says, long tunnels. Not to do long toss. You need a really high tunnel too. Yeah, I'm sure there's a couple out there, but otherwise you're just skipping ex- rocks down a hallway. Accessible in the Bronx, doubtful. So, um, Severino definitely thought this game started at eight o'clock and not seven forty. And it's weird start times, and uh, it's fucked that they're lying and trying to cover it up and act like it's not a big deal when, like, it's just. And there's other problems. This isn't the main problem, but it's just such a bad look. It's such a Mets-Jets look. Not to knock any of our Mets-Jets fans, but you guys kind of run clown circus operations, and this is a clown circus operation. You're starting pitcher in a very important postseason game, it, not knowing the, the starting time. And I can understand if Seve doesn't get to the stadium, he doesn't need to know the exact time, 7.30, 7.40, 8 o'clock, 8.05. I don't know, you know. But at some point before warm-ups, he's got to figure that out, ask. And a lot of people are like, well, you got to, where's Boone doesn't tell him? What do you think managers fucking do? Hey, Dylan, or hey, Seve, uh, you know the game starts at 7.40 tonight. Like, he's got to remind, Gary, you know it's 7.40. Like, they're children? Like, where does the account, where do you, maybe Larry and the bullpen coach, when they see he's not out there? But Seve, like, the blame mostly sits on Seve for me. Yeah, I'll, I the only counters I'll give to you for that because it, it's it is an awful look, um, and and you're right because we are opening with this and it is a big story, but I mean Sevy's first was the the only clean inning he had. <laughs> um, well, yeah, but it was a it wasn't it wasn't good. Yeah, hey, that outs are outs <laughs> better than the others, but. Um, yeah, and I guess the only other counter to people attacking Boone for that is, hey, whether it's Larry's job, Seve's job, to, to know what time the game starts, which is a joke. We're talking about this in the third game of a playoff. Hey, an organization's top down, and if it's Larry's job to tell Seve when it's 30 minutes to start getting loose, you know, Larry reports to Boone, it's all... I, I mean, you could put it all under the spring training was so relaxed umbrella a little bit. And and that's why coaches don't do, quote-unquote, relaxed spring trainings, because if something like this happens, you look like an idiot. They all look like idiots. 
And people are really fighting this. They really don't want to believe. Uh, I really don't want to believe it either, but it's fucking true. Like, me and Joe were looking, and Sam, we were like, we're Seve. <laughs> Why isn't he out here? I love watching long toss. Have you ever been to a game with me? I usually sit in the right field bleachers, and I watch long toss. Jeter and Cano doing long toss down the first base line before games. It's like crazy to me. Uh, you know who we watched do long toss? We watched A.J. Cole do long toss in Oakland at the Coliseum. It was nuts. He was bombing the ball from deep center field all the way to first base. That shit's interesting to me because well, I'm a baseball nerd, and they're throwing balls really far. So he didn't do long toss. He wasn't out in the field. It, it, let's move past that. Uh, that's all I got to say. Like, if you don't believe it, believe it. It's a shit show. It's terrible. Yeah, it's and, and right now it's a little game of chicken. I Before we started doing the show, I told you – Nobody's going to say the truth until Severino does his post-baseball book, basically. Or, or if he ends up on another team. Because this is, this is going to be kind of a cover-up, mop-up, whatever it is. Um, I, I think any party, that if anybody admits to it, every party looks wrong. Because you did what we just did. Like, okay, yeah, Boone, it's not your responsibility, but Larry should know. Larry... If it is your job, Sevy should know. Sevy, you should know too. Everyone should know. All the fans know. <laughs> TBS knows. Um, so yeah, I I I had something else, but I I think it's a oh the 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 final thing I'll tell the detractors is that a term? Uh, the non the non believers. <laughs> um, I mean John Flaherty who. We we make our jokes at for for being bland. Uh, he he said on the Yes Network. He said there's no way a starting pitcher would just be getting warm eight minutes before a game. And hey, if you don't want to believe me or Jimmy because we're two short ugly guys, fine. But if you want to believe the MLB catcher that had you know a ten year career. And, you know, has been now calling games for an extra 13 years. That's mind-blowing. But, um, yeah, I something's amiss. That's why every reporter is asking this. That's why they keep diving deeper into every question. If, if people, I mean, even Kay people, and Singleton in them. If people didn't believe this was a thing, like, and if there was a, a logical excuse, like, Oh yeah, Se- Sevy had to get some extra stretching. He he did long toss earlier, or or whatever. If there was a logical excuse, it would have been thrown out, and every reporter wouldn't have asked that question. They didn't give an answer. Yeah. And so if you're a non-believer, I'm sorry. You got, you're I'm sorry. You gotta believe it. We're I said, sorry. will you? Defeat them, your demons, and all the non-believers, the broken and the damned. What a good song. The Black Parade. Black when Parade. Ed- no, no, you said, you said you're not editing, so you can't keep <laughs> doing that. I can't keep doing that if I'm not editing. All right, let's go to the fucking bullshit decision to start Severino in the fourth inning after he clearly didn't have it. Uh, couldn't put guys away for the life of them with two strikes. They, I heard he was tipping his pitches. Is that an actual thing that the broadcast was saying, or did like people find that, or is that just more hearsay? 
I I think that's just a hot term whenever Seve doesn't have it now. And, I mean, I, the question that will be going into next season is whether, you know, Seve, Seve just had a dead arm or if he did start tipping his pitches or whatever happened. I mean, no, nobody really knows. I, I, I think if anyone says they know, they're lying. I mean, Pedro said it looked like he had good stuff. He just wasn't locating. Um, and now the Pedro-Seve relationship is kind of hilarious because Pedro <laughs> – Pedro pretends he's like the inside man and it's like okay I, I'm sure you kind of know what's going on Pedro but um I, man I I just think there's gonna be apparently good Sevy and bad Sevy days I mean think and and you know what maybe there aren't just think about where our expectations are lowered on Sevy he gives us you know four great innings in the wild card or five. And we're just we're elated, yet four, ju- right? I think it was four. Um, but you know, Verlander goes out and throws, you know, five no hit, or Garrett Cole goes out and throws seven with twelve Ks. We're not even hoping from that from Severino anymore, which we used to. And so I, I my my one tweet that's picking up steam tonight because I, <laughs> I as I can imagine you you dealt with as well. Um, I mean, just a lot of different emotions and trying to control anger and being a real human. Um, momentum is very much a real thing in sports. Watch, watch when a football, watch when an NFL team beats another NFL team 45 to seven. I mean, it's, it's one of those things when the wheels come off, the wheels come off and it's, that's just part of sports. Um, so yeah, I mean, Seve and, uh, let's start with Seve and then we'll, we'll get to more of the meat and potatoes. I mean, man, if, if Seve picks that Christian Vasquez ground ball off his glove clean, I think the game story goes very differently. And I, I think that's something that people in sports like that talk about sports or care scared to say I'm not saying the Yankees win and Seve pitches eight shutout but Christian Vasquez gets an RBI infield single off Seve's glove which if he fields is an out or if it gets by him is an out because Didi or Glaber would have made the play and I think there was a little blood in the water and then they get down through the lineup and it's the top of the order again you see if Seve has it and those guys get to him again and it's I I mean once you see that happen I mean the the opening up the fourth was I, it's pretty much inexcusable Boone Boone said afterwards they were trying to steal the outs because it was the bottom of the lineup that almost I mean that's that's almost something we've been talking about the bottom of the lineup being easy outs that came back to hurt us because we thought we could steal those outs well I mean. Dude, it's so bad. I said it on my post game. If you polled the audience, the Yankee Stadium, which is full of fucking idiots. Oh, yeah. I'll talk about my experience in the bleachers. Full of absolute idiots, man. Uh, who wants to be a millionaire? Millionaire? Poll the audience. Should Severino start the fourth inning? 99% would have said no. Yeah. We were shocked. We were we were shocked, dude. They had two people up in the pen, a clean inning, a three-run lead. I know the bottom bottom of the order is up, 
But you're underestimating them, and you're overestimating how bad Seve has looked. Yeah. And then single, single, and then he still doesn't pull him. And then it's that. So then it's bases loaded with their best hitters up. Mookie, Benny, JD, bases loaded, and he throws, and he throws Lynn in there. Not a strikeout guy. Why not throw Chad, D-Rob? When Lynn fell off the mound like a fool, they should have faked an injury right then and there and given D-Rob as much time to warm up. I know that's crazy and that's a half joke, but to bring Lynn, like that, everything about that inning, because then Chad comes in later on, everything about that inning was the worst managerial decisions. And I, I got to think, who made the decisions? Like, how does Josh Bard, how is Larry Rothschild, they all said that was good like they all agreed on that if you asked if you asked the yankee stadium and pulled them uh, if should lynn come in with the bases loaded 99 percent would have said no it was just so obviously the very wrong decision and it's not second guessing man because everyone first guessed this everyone first guessed this I know it's annoying to complain about decisions and stuff. I don't really like it, but it's impossible not to. And I praised him on the pregame show how he's finally playing the win. He's not punting games. And then he just slapped me right in the face and did the biggest punt move I, we've seen. And it, it just really makes no sense. Um, it makes no sense. I understand he thinks the bottom of the order and you're trying to sneak outs with Severino. Well, an off day beforehand in a three-run game? Well, no, Severino's Jim, getting tagged up. Jim, that's that's the decision that makes the most sense out of the upcoming decisions because, okay, you you put yourself in this bucket of shit trying to steal outs. At least there was a strategy there. Lance Lynn makes no sense. Um, the How you would reason it would be, okay... You know, the Yankees are in a real tight spot. They're going to want some innings out of Lance Lynn. Maybe he's he, the the big man's got some gusto and can work his way out of this bucket of shit. Um, he comes in there and he looks awful. Four straight balls. <laughs> Falls off the mound. Uh, what was that? Did he, did he get tripped? He just he slipped. He just slipped. I uh, slipped on the bleachers a couple times. I was not wearing grippy shoes. So there you go. Yeah. Um but here's here's the mind-numbing thing, Jim. Lance Lynn threw 16 pitches. And so, A, you shouldn't be using him to get out of that situation that the team shouldn't have been in that situation anyways. <laughs> so there's, there's some good wordplay. Now you bring in Lance Lynn, 16 pitches, he looks bad. Now you bring in Chad Green in an 8 nothing game, I believe, at the time. Or it could have been seven. I'm I'm sorry if it was, um, but if you're if you had the slightest ilk or ild or some I word I don't normally use that you were gonna use Chad Green, you use him before that. So if this game really does get ugly, you can throw Lance Lynn for three innings and you don't have to burn Chad Green or hell even Holder. I, I know I know people are down on what Holder is now, but hell, 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 he should have been the guy to get you out of that inning. <laughs> yeah, and have Lance Lynn throw two innings. I mean, it's the whole thing is just, um, 
Yeah, man. I mean, what, one of the one of the worst innings <laughs> in recent memory. The starting pitcher that shouldn't have started the inning, the reliever that shouldn't have <laughs> come in to relieve the inning, and then the reliever that should have relieved the starter that should have had never started the inning comes in to relieve the reliever that have should have never came in to relieve the game. Dude, it, you said mind-numbing. The more you think about it, the more you can't get over it, and you just have to keep asking, what the fuck? And Boone's, like, Boone's post-game sucked because he's just like, yeah, well, you know, thought Sevy could handle the bottom of the order there, and then we were ready to turn it over, but then he like, shut up, dude. Yeah, I don't even I don't even hate you, Boone. Just shut the fuck up. What are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, because because there's no like I said, how did the whole how did the whole coaching staff okay this? With uh, with how did Judge like if you're Judge like yo Booney should have ran in from right field and like you you sure this is the right guy, Jim? I mean, with that and Sevy not knowing what time the game started, I mean, you're talking about ugly stuff. But spring training was relaxed. Yeah, it was so, super fun. It was super fun. Um, it was super I, fun. Everyone I, it. Everyone I, it. I want to circle back to this just one time because there's no chance I can possibly bring it back up. And I, I mentioned momentum, and I get it. It's, it's not everything. The Red Sox just brought it tonight. But, hey, Sevy feels the ball off Vasquez. He doesn't get fully burnt out in the second. Jackie Bradley would be leading off the next inning. Jim, the next inning was kind of looking prosperous for the Yankees. Giancarlo rips a single, and then Didi comes up, and I know how your brain works. You were thinking Didi was about to hit that two-run homer that we'd been waiting for, whether if Seve gave up the run or not. Either way, Seve, or Didi gets a little cute. He, he puts down a bunt. Evaldi looks to second. He throws to first. Didi's called safe. And they review it. He was out by a half step. Not even a half step. A step on the way down. But, again, just circling on momentum. A, don't love Didi Bunton there. But, B, either way, if you had first and second, or just Didi swinging the bat against Evaldi early in the game, you can change a lot of that game path. But that's, that's the last I'll give that, just, just because we have to talk about what actually happened. No, I want to talk about Didi Bunting. I know what you a, do. I know what a, you do. What a dumb, dumb move. Didi, you have the best numbers off of Valdi. He's a righty that does so good against righties. He has bad numbers versus lefty. Didi, you're one of you're our only power lefty bat in the lineup today. There's a guy in scoring position, or, in, or in, there's a runner on, and you, I don't think they. I don't think Boone gave him the bunt sign. I think Didi did that on his own. Because I think they were playing a little back at third. Yeah. And he just did a bad bunt. But, dude, come the fuck on with that. Giving him free outs with a runner on and you're the big lefty. You're the only one that's homered off him before. People were like, that was really good small ball. No, it wasn't. It's stupid. Yeah. Have, have Romine bunt someone over. Have Gardner bunt someone over. Have Shane Robinson bunt someone over. We hey. wouldn't pinch hit for any of our batters. We shouldn't have any of them give away free outs. It's so stupid. I'll, I mean, I'll say that's fully... I, I believe that was fully on Didi. I, I think it was. And I'll, I will say this. If Didi does it right, and you've got two runners on, and Hot Gary potentially coming up, I mean, there's something there. But you have to execute that bunt, and you didn't. And 
A, you probably shouldn't have been doing that unless it was a guarantee. And it wasn't a guarantee, so then you shouldn't be doing it. Oh, stupid, man. Whatever, the offense didn't do shit. 17 to, 17 to 1, 2 to 1. We still would have lost, but I think Evaldi had a lot of free reign to just shove strikes down our throat. He looked yeah. good. Oh, kudos to them. What a good move. Evaldi, that fucking devil-looking dick, he's good. Man. Yeah, he's he's gonna be incredible for the Astros next year. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's let's be honest. I mean, did everyone in the bottom of their heart of hearts say it's ten nothing after after three and a half innings? Could this be some sort of super me- memory if we can get three off of Aldi and then get three off some Joe in the bullpen and then make just make this a game of games? Everyone kind of thought that when Luke Voigt gets on that infield single. But let's be honest, it was a 10 nothing game after three and a half innings. Um, and seven of the runs are completely, 100% on Boone. Yeah. Um, Kutch, Kutch made a bad play that allowed a run to score. The third run of the game was, was Kutch's fault. But he threw the ball to second to try and get Mookie going to third. But there was no way he was going to get him. So Benny got to advance to second. Then moved over on the double play. Then moved over on the sack fly. Then moved. Then scored on the double play attempt that they didn't get him at first. So Kutch thrown to the wrong base allowed that run to score, among a lot of other things like you know Sevy letting ball got balls getting play and all that shit. But it was bad though. Sevy's defense allowed the first run. Um, Kutch with the bad throw uh, helps allow the second. Not completely at fault, obviously, because a lot of other things have to happen. Uh, but you're like, okay, three nothing, whatever. We can maybe come back from this. But then that fourth inning happens, dude. Yeah, that's and it. And it's it. That's the whole game. I mean, Avaldi pitched really well too. So the offense, the offense didn't do anything. How could you afterwards? And Romine comes in to pitch. I didn't see his pitches because I was in the uh, bleachers. Did they look? Were they fun? Yeah, Ro- Romine had some fun stuff. He was. <laughs> he's got three pitches: fastball, changeup, knuckle. Um, you know, the usual backup catcher mold. Uh, he hit 91 on the gun once, which was fun. Uh, Rock Holt, homered. Yeah, dude, I, Jim, the, the only thing I'll pat my back on for, because you know I'm not going to leave a show without patting myself on the back. I'm not, I'm not even flexible enough to pat my own back anymore. It's pretty sad. Devers and Holt. The, these were the two changes, and boy, did they have an impact. Um, Early and early and often, as they say. Um, I mean, but everything after Lance Lynn, right? Is who cares? Like, so, two 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 things we have to talk about before I I think we talk about the next game a little bit. Do you care about Benintendi stealing up ten nothing nine nothing? No. In yeah, the, in the in the order of things that I care about from this game, Benintendi stealing up five. If anything, I nine. think it's a respect up nine. I mean, if anything, I think it's a respect thing. The Yankees' offense is a juggernaut, and they can put up big spots whenever. So he's 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 respecting the outburst ability of the Yankees' offense by trying to get more runs. I don't. I'm not old school like that. Uh, I hate sympathy. I hate pity play. When I was like a bench warmer, um, uh, when I was, uh, you know, like go in, it's the end of the game, get your reps in, like fuck you, let me play when it matters. I I don't care. I don't want them to not steal. I'd feel I'd be worse about that. It's like when you played, uh, 
We were getting do- we were getting dom- we were dominating this team in hockey once. We had to beat them by 17 goals to advance because it was most goals advances. And uh, after we scored our 17th goal, our coach told us that we had to pass five times before we shot. And there was fucking we were just humiliating them. We were just literally passing around right. them as they dove at our sticks, and they were like, "Just fucking score! Give us the puck back!" I, I, I so I never, I, I know that that's like some weird unwritten rule. Like, no, you, Jim, Jim, you, I don't care. I don't care. You, you, you nailed it. You, you just had to go to football and say, you know, they talk about teams running up the score. If you don't want the score run up on you, don't, don't let them score that many points. If you don't want Ben and Tendy stealing down ten. Don't don't give up ten. If we're if we're gonna do something that I was annoyed with about the Sox, like game gamesmanship wise or respect wise, Kinsler taking a walk from Romine up fourteen to one, I thought that was fucking bullshit. Swing the bat. Yeah, man, I I do get that. Um, at the same time, that that almost goes back to you saying play real baseball, like. In, you're going to throw the backup catcher at in Kinsler, and Kinsler is going to say, fuck you, I'm a real baseball player. I'm not going to swing at your 72-mile-per-hour changeup in the dirt. I will say this, and I don't want to call it a rallying cry, but when you have Brock Holt dancing around the field for the 16th run, the first-ever MLB cycle, and he's doing moose ears and doing all the Red Sox sign stuff, just dancing on your grave, top nine to go up 15. If that doesn't piss you off, then then go home. Start playing golf. Start playing golf. Yankee Stadium was a weird vibe tonight. Um, our section, I can only speak on our section. So the first inning, when Gardner catches that ball, the place goes nuts. Every two strike that Severino, the place was going nuts. It was fun for a, a little bit. Uh, we had a crew next to us that was just real shitty vibes. Behind us, we had uh, like the Twitter heaves opinions. Like this guy only got his opinion from a guy who calls in to Francesa. Like, that was all he knew. So it was just the worst of the worst, just screaming and yelling. And me and Joe were getting like, yo, dude. You gotta stop. I appreciate your passion and that you're making noise because, like, it's a zoo and all. But dude, come on. To our left, we had just some really unfriendly kids. Like, you know, when um, angry drunks, like, that's what we had to left. Like, they were probably like 20, 21 years old, but they were just like bad vibes, man. And I heard a lot of people also at the stadium say that they had, like, bad vibes from, like, young crowd, too. It was really weird. I'm not trying to paint that in a negative light. Our section was super weird. Uh, and then once you start losing, like, once that inning happens, oh, man. Oh, yeah. It's the worst of everybody comes out. I yelled at a guy, Jake. Good. Proud of you. There was this guy who, uh, when it was, like, 14 to 1 in the eighth inning or sixth inning and people were started to sit down, he just was screaming, Fairweather fans, you Fairweather fans, why are you sitting down? It's good sitting down, you Fairweather fans. And then people were leaving. He was like, oh, leaving early, you Fairweather fans, screaming, screaming at him, like, 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 just so obnoxious. And then he was, like, kind of making fun of, like, nice shirt, nice jersey, that's a knockoff, like, just being, like, rude, drunk, annoying. Fairweather fans. Then he threw a beer up in the air and got kicked out, like, escorted out. So I, I said, oh, you fucking Fairweather fan, leaving early. Because I didn't like that guy. 
So that's my story from the night. I'm happy for you. You know that I I can I can be I I, I snapped a little. Well, yeah, and I I was hoping it came before I, the part that I'm half sad about is that security already had him on the way out. Because <laughs> I I would have liked to see you and Joe's and Orlando Sam, you know, crew up and eyeball the guy up and down. <laughs> no, nah, man, we're not trying to annoy people. He was annoying everyone in the fucking section. <laughs> There's so many fights. Once it became a blowout. Uh, it oh, was more yeah. like with the first couple of innings, you're paying attention to every pitch. Like everyone's cheered at two strikes. Then once it's a blowout, everyone's just looking around. There's just fights. People getting kicked out. Dude in a camo hat got kicked out, like getting in everyone's face. Yeah. I don't know what he was so mad about. Security came to our section because someone threw a cup and they just stood around and stared at everyone. And the, all the cops were just asking each other, this guy, this guy, who you got? Who you got? This guy, this guy, who you got? And then they just walked away because no one, no one knew who it was. But it was weird vibes. It was actually, it was, it was was a lot of bad energy. Bad times. It felt like the people around us came there more to get angry than to cheer. And usually when you're at the stadium, you're overwhelmed by the good vibes at the beginning, you know, and you just want things to do good. Like when I was at that five, nothing game for some Mariners, like everyone stayed and like cheered and Hey, maybe it could happen. Like you said, bad vibes, bad vibes. Jimmy, I, I don't think we can say any more about this game. Ever. I will I want to say this. 17 nothing, 2 to 1. Like you said it was the most embarrassing or it was the worst loss in history. All Just the runs statistically. At, yeah, yeah, all the runs after 10 to 1 when they lit up Holder and Tarpley. All the runs after the Boone mistake, I don't give a fuck about. Two runs off Romine. This one girl snapped she was she what she was trying to like no baseball I guess but like Romine gave up that two home run run home run in, the, in like the the ninth inning Jake and to make it fourteen to one to sixteen to one and she started freak so she was screaming like what the fuck we don't care at all da 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 it's like <laughs> the fucking catcher's pitching bad vibes we all we all just turned and looked at her me and uh, Jamal Joe's friend and like looked at her like what. And she got like really quiet. I'm from Detroit. I'm sorry. I'm from Detroit. I'm sorry. I'm from Detroit. Nothing. It's so weird, man. It's so weird. Bad vibes. Every Yankee pitcher gave up a run. Well, yeah. Team Unity, man. They all didn't know what time the game started either. Yeah. Some of them know. That's so crazy. That's there's a lot of shit, man. There's a lot of shit. Like, do you guys not talk to each other? When Boone decides to throw Sevy out for the fourth inning, do you guys not discuss this? When Severino isn't throwing his warm-up tosses before the game, is this not talked about? When Lynn jogs from the bullpen, like when when Mike Carkey, when Mike Harkey answers that bullpen phone, and it's like we're gonna have Lynn in, does Harkey not get to be like, um, guys, you seen the other guys hanging out with me out here? Correct. He doesn't get to do that. <laughs> he do, he, I know By he doesn't. <laughs> I know. I know that Harky doesn't. But so other people have to have a say. It's crazy, man. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's baseball. I think you're. You're in the back of your head. You're wondering, holy, holy smokes, does Lance Lynn have something we don't know about? Does he have a strikeout double playing him? Um, it's, nah, it's, it's, everything s- we're gonna say is bad vibes. We have to move on. We did have you to move see? On. Did they did they show Cutch's cleats at the beginning of the game? 
No, this is all Jimmy's scouting report. Wait, they didn't show that? Like, he was late to his first at-bat that wasn't on the network, the broadcast? I don't think so. Oh, so first pitch, Kutch is yelling at Gardner in center, and we're like, what's he yelling about? And his shoe was talking. You know, it's flapping around, talking. So he ripped off the bottom where the spikes are, like the padding, you know, and threw it to the warning track. And then that ball gets roped to Gardner. And we're like, yo, Kutch is running around wet grass without a spike on his left foot. And then the second batter, he ripped off his right foot because it was talking too, I guess. And he ran to foul territory while Benny was up and handed it to the ball boy and then ran back and it almost didn't get in time. Then first at bat of the game, he was never in the on-deck circle. Like He didn't get to watch a single Evaldi warm-up pitch. And they had to wait for him. Judge was out there. He like you ran through the dugout because he had to change his spikes and come out. So it was just bad vibes from the whole thing. Bad vibes. Sevy didn't get to do his long toss. Cutch didn't <laughs> get to do a stop. Cut, cuts didn't stop, get to do a, Jim. Do a ball. You beat. have to. You have to. Well, here's good vibes. We got CC on the mound tomorrow. Not only that, we got CC plus Dellen plus D Rob plus Britton plus Chapman. All hands on deck tomorrow because uh, you got to. Yeah. P-A-R-T-Y, because I got to. And you got an offense that should be fucking embarrassed, ready to go. Bad news is Purcello does better numbers than us versus than Evaldi. Hicks has to be back. Hicks has to be back. We Guardy turned out turned out we would have rathered Hicks. <laughs> um and yeah, I mean, offense, you have to show up in whatever fashion. I thought it was pretty laughable. Like, at in a baseball game like that, it's kind of brutal to be a commentator because you can't really talk about the competitiveness of the game anymore. And Darling, and I, I don't want to crap on Darling because you're – you're reaching for stuff, but um, Darling sucks. He sucked all games. I'm glad I didn't have to listen to him. He's he's talking about how you know it's a big thing that the Sox have their pen refreshed and not have to go into them. And it's like that. To be honest with you, that doesn't matter at all. Um, I I don't know. You just you got basically CC with no leash set slash a two run leash, if that. And then yeah, I mean you got. Dellen's going to be good for two. D-Rob potentially for two, but doesn't seem like they want to use him for two. Britton, one. Chapman, one. And, I mean, hey, everything on the line. Could you throw Chad Green for an inning? Maybe. So, I don't know. And, hey, other wild card. And if if we will see how this game goes, Jay Happ is probably available. So we'll we'll yeah, see. J- yeah, it's, 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 every, it's, it's everybody. It's all hands on deck. It's all hands on deck. Everybody but Savvy and Tanaka, because you got to save Tanaka for Game Five. Yep. So I have bad news for you. Give it to me. Fergus Bauman. I don't know if I should have said his full name, but Fergus, wonderful patron, said in the chat. I guess he said this earlier when I asked. On the yes post game, they showed a shot of JBJ in the dugout mouthing fastball slider before each pitch. So that's how that's because people were pretty adamant. Sevy was tipping his pitches. Uh, so that's so he was. And um, I guess that was proven on. Yes. Yeah, I mean, he 
I I haven't seen it. I'll, I'll just do the my anti thing. I mean that could just be JBJ talking about the baseball game, but well, I mean you haven't seen the Sevi, clip. But Sevi I could be tipping it too. Yeah, neither of you. <laughs> yeah, but people the way people are tweeting about it, it seems like he was mouthing it. Yeah, and people were defending Sevi got a full warm up. So <laughs> just you got to play both sides. Oh boy, now yeah. he's looking into it. I so mean, I'm, I'm going to talk. <laughs> I, I'm nervous about tomorrow. I mean, it's an elimination game. I don't want the season to end. Yeah, um, it, it CC it, scares me. It sucks, but we deserve it. You you got beat sixteen to one at home in game three when you took back home field advantage. So you guys got punched in the mouth and didn't put up a fight. Whether you can point a lot to Boone or your starter or whatever you want to point to, but this this is all of you. This is all of you. None, none of you sent a, a bomb into the bleachers saying it's comeback season or anything like that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think you're going to see a lot more fight, and it's it'll be interesting to see because for the Red Sox, it is an all-hands-on-deck. It's Porcello and then Brazier, Kelly, whoever they drag out of their bullpen. Um. I mean, Purcello's scary. Purcello's scary. Yeah. Oh, man, dude. I'm nervous. Yeah. You know, I, I, I have a bit of a of a force myself to accept the worst before it happens mentality, which is with elimination games. Um. But once first pitch happens, I won't be nervous tomorrow. But, yeah, it's going to be a tough day. It's going to be another brutal day. Yeah. I mean, you. Uh, we talked about it pregame that it, we were kind of saying cockily that the Red Sox didn't think they could win two at the stadium. And now, hey, that that pressure, the pressure went fully from on the Red Sox to fully back on the Yankees. So, hey. If maybe they deal with pressure well, and maybe it's a good thing, but uh, yeah, it sucks. And I mean, hey, there there is a good storyline there. CC Sabathia, <laughs> um, this is the whole reason why he came back. Uh, first first postseason start, he's he's well rested. Um, and I mean, he doesn't even have enough leash to have a terrible start, <laughs> you know. So we'll we'll see, man. But yeah, it's it's a total bummer. We I think after we won the first game, we thought worst case scenario, game five in Boston. And now it's it it could all be done tomorrow. So Yeah. Did you read that article Luke Voigt wrote? That's a happy ending. It was awesome. I I saw the saw the snippets all maybe I'll read it before I go to bed, Jim. Yeah, it'll pump you up. It was fun to cheer for Luke. Yo, opening opening introductions are pretty funny. Like, so Bird got booed, which is, I mean, I just wish fans would just be silent, which is almost meaner. Yeah, but whatever. I get you. You, there's a lot of people there that. Why they even call his name? They introduce everyone. I know, but he's not even on the roster. They introduce everyone. Sunny. So then Sunny Gray comes up, and. Uh, it's just so funny to hear just the silence. Like, it's such a repetitive, 
Dylan Batansis. Ah! Luke Voigt. Luke. Glaber. Glaber. Sonny Gray. Ronald Torres. Ronald. <laughs> it's so funny. It's mean. Well, it's not even mean. He doesn't deserve claps. The boos are. I don't need the negative energy of booing before games. But whatever. You know what? I saw Zach Campbell. Nice. Foul ball guy. Oh, not nice. I said, what's up, Zach? He said, hi. If you've been listening, thank you again. Saw a brew. One of the tougher ones. Um, if, if you're still listening, give us a five-star review. Right, write down the word. What, what's a good word? It's got to be greens. Excuse me? It's got to be greens. It's got to be greens? Yeah, last one was arugula, so it's got to be something, another kind of greens. Holy smokes, man. Talk about a weird brain. <laughs> wow, that just threw my whole thing off. I was, I was going to offer a shirt if you wrote down a word with a review, but now I'm, I'm like fully spooked. <laughs> the, the last time... The last time we had a negative, we you told everyone to write arugula when we had a really bad pod. Now it's and spooked. I'm I'm going with spooked. <laughs> and then the next time we had a negative pod, I think it was Magic Sam who said, "Oh yeah, pumped for this shitty podcast. What type of greens we leaving today?" So five be- star review, put spooked. We appreciate you. Well, maybe maybe you want a Luke Voigt shirt or or spinach or broccoli or spinach. Any green or spooked. If if your team Jimmy put down a type of green vegetable, if your team Jake put spooked. Asparagus, because the Yankees pissed this game away, and asparagus makes your pee smell. Look at that. So thank thank you guys for listening. We, we appreciate you. Life's a big circle. All right. Um, bye. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grandma. Go Yankees. <laughs>